Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This podcast, you know, it's always presented by Elite Archery. Um, love our elites. Big time, of course, this episode. Huntworth, we're dressed up in Huntworth right now. What's, what's kind of cool is everything, all of our partners apply to what we actually do. So it's like makes perfect sense. We're using our elites in Africa. Uh, big time. We're not carrying big time to Africa, but uh, we're we're decked out in Huntworth. We're actually going to have our scent crusher bags over there. Um, they told us that the winds have been swirling pretty bad, and that's the number one factor probably in the way we're hunting is going to be the wind. So we're going to be using scent crusher to our advantage. I imagine we're going to be sweating a lot and coming in and out to the blind. So we'll see. You know, I don't know how that's going to pan out, but um, Old Barn Taxidermy, of course, is going to be doing our taxidermy. Um, loophole Optics, I mean – Everything loophole is going to be out. Rangefinders, binos are going to be attached to us at all times for this um, trophy line. You know, I thought it'd be kind of cool to kill African game out of a saddle, but it's just not going to work over there um, like we thought. I'm, I'm sure someone will do it one of these days, but um, it'd be kind of neat, wouldn't it? Uh, and then uh, Spy Point, man, I have... I have three f- new flex, uh, Spy Point Flex cameras out right now, and they are super easy to set up, and they're performing flawlessly. Uh, what's the cool thing about it? And I know it's complaints with other cameras in the past and Spy Points in the past is like when you have to do the updates, you got to go on, put it on the SD card, make sure you do it right, formatted all that crap. You put the SD card in. There's a format button right when you power the camera on. You scan the QR code. It adds it to your Spy Point app. And then it'll be like, oh, update firmware. If it needs an update right away, you hit update firmware, wait 10, 15 minutes. It does it over the air. You don't got to do anything online. Does it automatically. Then there's a test photo button you hit, sends a photo to your phone. You're ready to rock, and you set it up. And it's got dual SIM cards in it, so it connects to the best signal in your area. Um, it's the easiest cell cam I've ever set up. I've been running it for a few weeks at this point. Um, it's great, honestly. Give it a try. I think for a lot of you guys that are SpyPoint haters, listen, I get it. 
Spy Point's changing things, though. Their customer service is on par now. This camera is changing the way people think about Spy Point. I'm telling you. Um, I've used a lot of Spy Point cameras in the past, but I'm also like fairly good with technology. I know how to do, do the updates, and I know when it needs something done. So I've never had issues. Uh, most people overlook these little things that add up to a camera not working. The flex is the shit. Um, try it out. I'm telling you. Um, I wouldn't say it was the shit if it wasn't the shit. You wouldn't hear me talk about it. <laughs> I'd, I'd skirt around it. Or I'd be honest and be like, yeah, I need some improvement. It's good. I promise. Um, had to just say that, you know. Um, Camel Fire, man. Deals all the time. If you're planning on a hunting trip, you can get on Camel Fire, find a good deal uh, for something you need. Or if you know you have a hunting trip two years out and you're building points, you can check Camel Fire for daily deals and then slowly build up what you need from sleeping pads to boots to whatever it is. Um, that's the benefit to it. You can save yourself some coin. Um, Novix tree stands. I don't know if the code's still active. It was good for 200 uses. I think I was getting some notifications that the code wasn't working. So that means it's been used up. Um, and it's done, you know, and I think they're done with sales for the year too. So we gave the fair warning at Novix. Um, hopefully you guys grabbed an echo or a Hilo. Um, we're rocking both the Hilo. I keep on me ready to go, ready to be deployed on a game plan at any time. Um, made here, Peoria, Illinois, um, an hour from the studio, not even. So check them out at Novix. Uh, thermos seat, um, right now, you know, be getting your seat pad, tree stand seats, uh, replacement seats, um, D wedges. I mean, if you're coyote hunting, if you're camping, they got it all. Uh, code WCTS. Uh, Victory Arrows. I'm rocking Rip TKOs, 100 grain broadheads for this hunt, and I'm rocking Lighted knocks on my Victory setup. Um, everyone's rocking Victory Arrows on this African hunt. So, um, putting them to work, I hope. Um, grizzly box blinds. Cool thing about Grizzly, I just set my box blind up. I made my own, uh, my first box blind ever. I made my own stand. Um, I went with a 10 foot. So we did, uh, it comes with like, uh, you can order the T post brackets or not T post, my bad, four by four brackets for the bottom of the blind. We put 10 foot four by fours on each, and I got 12 foot two by fours. And just did X patterns, and I got two by sixes for my stairs. Ran a big ag anchor down the center and some ag anchors on the corner with um, a heavy-duty, like, toe strap. And I got the blackout shades on mine, and it is money. Like, I cannot wait to hunt out of it. I'm so excited. Um, I am I never thought I'd be into a box blind, but now that I finally have one, I'm like, okay, this is going to change things. I can bring the wife with me comfortably. Um, hopefully film a little more hunts. It's going to open up a lot of opportunity. We're super stoked. And we got a podcast coming with Grizzly in studio, so we'll break down that a little more. But check them out if you're in the market um, or you've been him hawing getting a blind but just haven't done it yet. I'm um, highly suggest checking out Grizzly for that. Um, Slick Trick Broadheads, we're rocking that in Africa. Um, we'll be rocking some pullback and let go gear. Um, so, yeah, I kind of went through these quick. But I'm super thankful for all our partners, and we're super thankful for our, all of you for supporting us and our partners and uh, being with us while we chase our dreams. So uh, shout out to you guys. You guys are the real heroes of what we do. And uh, hope you enjoy this. Hope you learn a little bit about food plots. Hopefully you can get some main event. Um, keep us up to date. Are you doing fall plots? What If you're not doing main event or buck brunch, what are you planting and why? And what else have you done to your food plot? I'm becoming more of a food plot nerd as I get older, it's kind of like the dad and his fresh cut grass, you know, but, but also way cooler. Um, thanks for being here. Hope you enjoy this episode, guys. I'm Chase Ralston with Rubline Marketing. 
This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munch from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Working class bow hunter podcast. We are here. It is a mystery episode. I don't know what number it is. I need to quit doing that. <laughs> yeah, because we never know what number it is till it launches. I'm used to knowing <laughs> what episode number it is. Cause, like it doesn't seem like it. I guess if you're a recent listener, but for Four years, five years, we knew every time what episode number it was. Mm-hmm. But now we're busy, so we have to pre-record. I think we've been saying that for four years. What episode is it? <laughs> That's probably true. So <laughs> we're almost eight years in, so that makes sense. About half the time, we're, yep. we're We have off. no freaking idea what's going on. All that matters is we're here and we're ready to have a good time. That's right. Cussing or not, we're here to have a good time. <laughs> Oops. 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 Kurt Geyer here. Eric Common. Doug Schmidt. Austin Chandler. And we have two special guests. In studio. First of all, thank you guys for coming in studio. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having us. Yep. Go ahead and introduce yourself so people can learn your guys' beautiful voices. I am Mark Mowdy. Uh, my name is Shannon Thomas. What the hell do you guys do and why are you here? <laughs> we are uh, worry warts. And uh, you know the old thing called Murphy's Law? They actually mispronounce it. It's Mowdy's Law. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, oh, what can go wrong will. Makes sense. So I, I've lived in that realm my whole life. So I've... You know, ever since I started hunting, I've always had this fear that my house was going to burn and I was going to lose all my heads and they're replaceable yeah. and all that stuff. So, right. Uh, that, that obsession finally took me to the point where I was willing to do something about it. And I started researching and, uh, uh, you know, just being a kind of a nerdy guy, I put the, the fact that I thought that scanning could be done, 3D scanning of antlers could be done. But mm-hmm. at that point, what do you do with it? Mm-hmm. You know, a taxidermist can't use a scan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nobody can really use it. And then I had a uh, a friend say, well, I bet they could 3D print it. And, uh, you know, at that point, we kind of put two and two together and uh, started researching and, and, you know, took months of R&D and, and mm-hmm. trial and error. But uh, we've, we've come to a point where we can 3D scan antlers and horns and make exact replicas via, you know, uh, CNC and 3D printing and that sort of thing. And, Incredible. Uh, yeah. And so, that's uh, how long? Like when? When was this? When did you think? Like, are we talking ten years ago? Are we talking last year? Like, no, I've always had the the worry, you know. Mm-hmm. But it it didn't really. The more trophies I got, and the more hunting I did, the more it compounded. Obviously, of course. Yeah. And uh, I went to Africa in last year, mm-hmm. two thousand twenty one. Had a great time, and uh, you know, uh, just because of the whole COVID thing and everything, we had a twenty six hour flight back and. A lot of time to reflect and everything, and you know, I'm just a working class guy, mm-hmm. and I really didn't have the money to be going over there, but I did it anyway. And uh, it's what life's about, man. Yeah, yep. yeah, and uh, not having the money and doing cool <laughs> doing shit, it anyway. <laughs> do it anyway. And, Honestly, uh, I mean, to a point. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you only live once. Figure it out after. Yep. If you want to do it, you got to do it. That's right. hundred percent. Right. So, you know, gave 26 hours of time just sitting on a plane, doing nothing really to thinking to, to think about this. And, and the buddy that actually co-owns the company with me was with me on that trip. Mm-hmm. And uh, him and I bouncing ideas off each other. And, and that's how it worked. started. That's where it all originated from, coming back from Africa. No kidding. So, so fairly recent. Yeah. Yep. So we met you guys at the um, Illinois Deer Classic. I almost said Iowa Deer Classic, just out of like habit. And we do like a lot of scouting i guess for podcasts walking around and we saw you guys and got to bullshit with you a little bit and i'm like what is, what is this <laughs> and you guys kind of broke it down i'm like we have to do a podcast on this and that's kind of how you guys are here but in is, is this the time to probably bring up austin that you became a customer pretty sure. quick yeah well we like kurt said we were walking around and looking and shook hands with you guys and got to talk to you and i could see the immediate value in this so I've been through two fires. I've had two house fires. Um, actually had them both in the same year. And I've always been terrified of something happening to my collection. You know, once once you lose it, there's nothing you can do. It's just gone. I mean, you have pictures and that's it. So when we got talking with these guys, it's an economical way to scan everything that you have and at least have the ability to recreate that if something catastrophic does happen. Mm-hmm. So it's financially it's very reasonable and you get to log your entire like i've got how many heads do you guys do for me 25 30 heads yeah, yeah. Uh, um, my my elk my moose i mean all that stuff these guys scanned all that and how many hours five or six hours yep yeah it was about that so yep. pretty quick consider a half is what it took us so, yep. get, so is that you guys like busting your tail to get it done five hours or is it just kind of like a I, to me, that seems fast. Mm-hmm. You know, the it, it's kind of funny because because people, you know, he said it's economical, and it really it is overall. But if you look at the amount of time we're there, and then people say, "Oh my God, well, I just gave them this much, and they were only here five hours." That's a lot per hour, but that that's not where all the work happens. The, right. the actual scanning of the antlers and stuff is pretty quick at the residence, but then we have to go home and uh, or go back to the shop and do some digital cleanup. There's a lot of background noise we got to remove, and you know, ninety percent of the scans we do are on a shoulder mount, you know, mm-hmm. so, uh, you don't need the shoulder mount if, for the replica portion, you know, yeah, that's just for the antlers. Right. Right. So we've, we've got to do some, uh, work to put, you know, a, a digital skull plate in there and, yeah. and get rid of the hide and all that stuff. So there's a lot more behind the scenes work that people don't see that goes into it, but the actual scanning at, you know, someone's home is, is pretty quick. So like, it's just saying that, like say Austin called you, what's the whole breakdown of the process you guys have to do like from start to beginning we like we like to know what we're getting into as far as like how high is it readily available for us to get to Mm -hmm. can we get to it easy can we put hanging back up easy and we've had we've had scaffolding we've had scissor lifts in places trying to get stuff down no kidding so we kind of make sure what we're getting into and it's mainly we bring our stand and our equipment in and it's pretty seamless yeah Perfect. Yeah, we, we we've got to have a little information because number one, it's it's kind of based off species and in Boone and Crockett score on pricing, mm-hmm. and then second is because more volume, right? Yeah, right. And um, <clears throat> and then second is like Shannon said, you know, the location. Are they forty foot in the air above your fireplace? Can, right. How how can we get to them and all that stuff? So all that stuff will work out front with you, and then we'll give you a custom quote. And uh, yeah, and it's it's pretty simple. We'll come to you with our equipment and. Uh, do it right there and 
we'll work around your schedule. Yeah. Um, so we travel, that scanner's light. Austin trusted so. you guys in his house when he was farming. Yeah, I was planting, so I just handed him the keys. I said, well, nice to meet you guys. I'll uh, I'll give you the keys <laughs> to the house and see you in about six or seven hours. Sure. We, we have that a lot, honestly. So. Yep. Uh, when seen- did this debut? Like, when were you guys, like, when did you bring it to the public? Like, hey, we're a company. This is a service we're providing. You know what I mean? Uh I'll say January 1st of this year is, okay. is when we actually started uh, doing business for customers. We mm-hmm. had we had done a lot of work prototyping and stuff before that, uh, ever since we got, you know, back from Africa. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it was just available to the customer, you know, first of this year. Oh, so awesome. super we, recent. We had gotten out <clears throat> November, December, kind of laying groundwork to show in taxidermists what we had yeah. and what we could do. And they was all bring it back to us when you're. When you're ready to scan, you're ready so to we go. went in some demos, and they they all like it. So, did you guys do a lot of shows before the Illinois show? Or was that one of the first ones you did? Or we have just curious because that's where we discovered you guys was right. the Illinois show. No, we were at the Iowa Classic. You were? How yeah. the fuck did we miss you guys? Yeah, well, Shannon was there. I was actually in one in Oklahoma City that time. We've been to Houston, Dallas Fire Club. I think you guys are getting after it. Uh, yeah, well. We didn't actually have a booth at Dallas Fire Club. We just kind of went and checked it out and, and talked to some people there. But yeah, kind of uh, Houston, we did have there. a booth, right, right. And uh, yeah, the, the shows have really been our, our lifeline. They've it's they've been good. Yeah, um, people are there. People that are there are there to spend money or would actually use a service like this. Right. right. I yeah. think it helps also like holding the antlers. Yeah. So here on the studio table, let's talk about this first before we go any further. The, and I don't know. Yeah, it's a replica. I don't know what you call it. You break it down for us here on the table. Like, what do we got sitting in front of us? Yeah, so this this one in the middle here is is the original. And it, there's nothing fancy. We just travel around with, you know, smaller racks. So we don't we beat them up pretty hard. So, yeah, just to show uh, them off, yeah. show what you can do. Yeah, so, you know, we've got 130-inch deer here. That This is the original, and there's the replica of it. And, uh, you know, it's I think it's pretty close in my it's estimation. Pretty damn, it's oh, pretty yeah. damn close. I think if uh, somebody got that back after a fire, and uh, uh, they'd be happy to have it, you know. For sure. Yeah. And so what you guys did for me, basically, you scanned everything, and you put it on like a, a jump drive or USB drive. So I've got three or four copies of that. But what we're looking at here, you guys actually have the capability to go in and make an actual replica for the customer. So Absolutely. that's pretty badass. We have, we've hired painters and artists, and we do our own painting and replicas in-house. We don't sub any of that out. So uh, we are, you know, when we first set out to do this, our goal was to do about uh, 90% scanning, 10% replicas. And it's kind of flopped. We're doing about ninety percent really? replicas, ten percent scans. Wow. Um, we wow. we had a lot of success with outfitters um, from the fact of you know, say an outfitter takes a client on a hunt and they kill a really good animal, and that outfitter would like to advertise with that animal, but they don't want the client to have to give up. You know, their right. original, yeah, their original, and send it to somebody to make a traditional replica where they're going to have it six months or longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we come in, we just the outfitter and the the person the client makes an appointment with us we go to the animal scan it in they're done the you know the client never has to leave possession of the animal and then we start making Fucking the uh, i need to make Kaler do that for me 
shot that big eight yeah. pointer on me. Yeah, Taylor, sure. I'm going to need you to make a replica of that. And pay for it. And pay for it. Bitch. You know, you're not cutting cutting up the original form and all that stuff. Exactly. You know, and the original, unmounting it. The original high and unmounting it and doing yep. all that stuff. You'd be surprised a lot of uh, the outfitters that will go borrow the original animal from the guys come show season and drag them to shows and give them back and they get tore up and all yep. that. Yeah, and, uh, and that's scary for the for the hunter. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. let's do this for anyone that might have a question. Um, maybe maybe there's something we're not covering. Let's uh, let's just kind of break this down a little even a little more simplistic to the process. Okay. I hey hey I killed this buck this year. I want to get it scanned and a replica made. I call up Classic Rack, fellas. It's your buddy Kurt. I need to get a, re- a scan and a replica done. What happens from there? We can hook you up. Yeah, there it is. You heard it here. Boom. Thanks for being here. We're <laughs> That's the end of the episode. Thanks for coming. Yeah, we Be would. Uh, we'd make a schedule with you or make an appointment. Would come to you, charge you for the original scan, mm-hmm. covers our travel to get up to you, scan the antler in, and once we did that, we don't ever take possession of your animal. When we scan it, we scan it on site. Mm-hmm. That's all we need. We take it back, clean it up, get your replica made, and then we take half the scan off for the cost of the replica. Very oh, cool. Awesome. So wh- how is the replica done You uh, in most cases? Uh, we manufacture them in-house. We have our own equipment and everything. So we manufacture them in-house, and then they, it's several processes. I mean, they you know, they're from the from when they come out of the machine to being cured and everything else and then the paint process and all that. But, you know, typically it's about a three-month uh, window to get that back, which is considerably better than some of the traditional Pretty damn methods. good, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of your traditional guys right now, are they're out, you know, 12 to 18 months. Yeah. If yeah. Not a little longer. Yeah. And, uh, and then that's it. And then, uh, you know. One, is it all custom-quoted like kind of what you mentioned earlier, per animal, like size and no, yeah. we've got we've got rate sheets on. Okay. Uh, it's kind of one-off stuff. Um, if you're at a show and you have you know at the Iowa Classic or whatever, and you brought your head in to have it scored, we got a rate sheet there, and or and we'll give show discounts or whatever, and mm-hmm. we'll get right. there. If you know if you want us to drive to Pennsylvania to scan in one, it's it, it's gonna be a little more. It's gonna be a little more with the fuel, or if you want to, you know, if we've got say we're going to the Great Outdoor Show in Harris. You know, yeah. In in February. where are you guys based out of? We're in uh, Joplin, Missouri. Okay, where we're out of. Yeah, probably helps out too if you're going to scan ten or fifteen or twenty animals. You probably get a pretty good rate. Absolutely. We get a bulk, dic- yeah. uh, bulk we, discount on all we'll, that. Yep. So. Yeah, and Is we there try anywhere you guys won't go. Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, we're we're trying to get back over to to Africa and and uh, uh, in fact, one of my co-owners he just he just got back from over there doing a lot of. Uh, groundwork over there for for some of our stuff so oh, awesome. things are looking good over there um so. let, me, let me ask you this and maybe there's some maybe there's shit you can't say and just tell me to shut my mouth but like we're going to africa right mm-hmm. and say we kill stuff over there and you always hear like the night about like getting your stuff back mm-hmm. i know you just recently went we can get into that here in a little bit say there's going to be a delay is there any way to like have something done while we're there and then if we can't get it back that you guys could scan it and have it done well you know what i mean that, that's what we're working on okay. we're, we're working on getting our equipment stuff over there oh. to for that very specific reason okay um, um you know right now it's not technology is not over there mm-hmm, to, be able right. to make it happen but uh um that's that's exactly what we're working on very cool mm-hmm. yeah that makes a ton of sense yeah. there'd be a, it's huge a great market, idea yeah. huge market yeah. and it's it is a pain in the butt i know from experience it's been over a year and i still don't have my stuff so 
Yeah, we'll, and that we'll, could be too. I mean, then you, in theory, you wouldn't have to bring back the original if you didn't want to. Right. You could have a replica made. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to do a European, it would definitely be doable. You're still going to have to get the the cape back or right, or right. buy a cape for sure out of Texas or something. You know, <laughs> right. You yeah. Know, but. Yeah, uh, Joe Exotic's out of jail and just his stock went up. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. He got out of Tigers. He's in the Kudu now. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, but no, it's, it's, that's all the things we're working on. But that exact reason, like if you wanted, if you were happy with a Euro and, and wanted to not have the expense of, of flying it all back, we could make it over here for you. Right. For that's sure. awesome. I feel like you guys have a perfect business model, is in like kind of the sky's the limit with what you guys do. Like you guys can branch in a lot of different directions with this. Yes. We've actually, We've done some scanning of like sculptures and statues for a sculptress. Really? So it, it doesn't always, it doesn't <clears throat> particularly pertain to the hard horns, which that's our MO. Yeah. But we can actually go different avenues and yeah. different directions as well. Right. Outside of like the hunting industry yeah. or whatever, maybe. Yep. And is there like a size limit? Like, could you guys replicate like a giant moose? Yeah. Yes. Honestly, we've, we're working on. Uh, we're working with a guy right now to get one done. Awesome. We've already scanned it in. We're just. It's uh, 70 inches wide. Yeah. Holy <laughs> moly. Yeah. So what do you do? Like a 3D printer, you have to have a massive, massive machine to print something like that. I'm They're so, segmented and uh, oh, okay. um, pieced together. It's, yeah. It's it's necessary evil at this point in time because the, the machines are so expensive. Right. But, uh, yeah, it, it takes us a lot of labor and a lot of man hours to seam everything together where you don't see it and everything. But when it's done, you I mean, you won't know. You they don't turn out well. Yeah. How, um, when I think 3D printed, now, Doug, you spent a lot of time about around 3D printers, mm-hmm. and you probably can't talk about what you've ever printed, but um, because of, you know, the FBI and your, Not the, FBI. the government <laughs> cult that you um, help out with, you and Lee. Um, <laughs> but, like, when I think 3D printing, I think, like, um, like anything I've ever seen 3D printed, I see, like, fibers in it. And that's, all, like, that rough finish. Um, is there other types of 3D printers that kind of, like, Work around that fibrous. Oh yeah, texture. Yeah, there, there's a million of them out is. there these days. Yeah, and I don't not want to give away too much. For, yeah, right. Yeah, or, yeah. tell but, me to fuck but, off. Uh, it's an uh, open platform. You can't. Uh, yeah, what we use is uh, it would really would blow your mind if okay. if you know it, it did me not coming from a background of of 3D printing and stuff when I uh, got the experts to help us get this going. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really blew me away. What's out there? So yeah, it's cool. pretty crazy now. What do you know, Doug? Now you got resin, then you go from all the way from plastic all the way to titanium now. Yeah, that's hey, wild. Hey, remember he's seen some shit. It's tough out here. It's Doug. It's Doug. <laughs> I've seen it all. <laughs> can you? Can we scan Doug's mustache and have a replica done of that to put in like a shadow box frame in case something happens to this mustache? We can break the glass. And as like, thick as that is, we could probably get it together. He doesn't like hair, but we can make it work. <laughs> We can do like a missed out fire and just yeah. make like a, a replica of your face. Sell out the show. I have an idea. Could you guys just actually scan? put them in bags with every order? It's a free mustache. <laughs> Be so gross. Your wife will thank you later. <laughs> I didn't say it. Can we actually get a scan of Doug from shoulder up and then can we print a shoulder mount of Doug to put on the wall? No, the what we need to do is shoulder up and like the old uh, shoulder mount, the old statues and like. Yeah. I think like the Coliseum, you yeah, know, yeah. like the old rock statue where it's just like their shoulders up. Yeah. I've just dug. We can do it. We can definitely don't say do that. It. Don't say so, that. They were both so You guys want to spend the money. How still, do, how still do I have to, like, I can't move it. You got to be pretty still. But, jeez. So along that line, so this. Tape you to the chair. There you go. There you go. 
<laughs> yeah, so along those lines, this is a this is a pretty good deal. The the folks we work through to to procure all of our equipment and scanner and everything, um, we ask him what's the strangest thing you've ever scanned personally, and he Uh-oh. said, well. Um, because we actually had a plastic surgeon reach out to us who was wanting to start a library of uh, breast implants. So we scanned over 200 breasts in their natural habitat. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you did scans. personally or no, the no, company this did? Is the co- this is the company we got our scanner through. Oh, gotcha. uh, so they're scanning tits or they're scanning the actual on a woman, implant? On a, on a real it's, live woman. living, live, breathing. It's live tits. Yep. I mean, like a before yeah. and after? Yeah. A trophy room of... Yes, tit jobs. Yeah, it's a yeah, tit pretty collection. much. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's like, a tit do you, portfolio. Do you like this style or this? Like a you so know. So what yeah, you're saying like a, is, someone it's like has... the glasses store where you go into oh, like yeah. this frame or you know it's like. Oh, really, I, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm wondering. thinking like some doctor has like a trophy room, kind of like we got out here. No, like no, no, no. This is this is more like a, <laughs> a, a show. Yeah, you know, like it's, what? It's a buffet. It's a you like Jim Carrey when you walk in there. I'm not gonna lie. I was wondering how that worked, like low key, you know. Well, I don't know if everybody works like that but that's how this guy wanted to attack, uh, attack it so you know they had Great people marketing. from their company volunteering to go work they, like they some guys I, I need to be yeah, safe. everybody's like i need to be on site safety this guy's quality control this yeah i gotta make sure it goes yeah. flawlessly what's this guy doing i don't know i don't know who that is <laughs> he's hr to make sure nobody perms out <laughs> he's, he's an intern he's, yeah. a, he's actually the janitor at the shop he just want to see what's going on right, he started right. the day first day you got joe wow. dirt there so that's 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 a fun side story. Yeah. yeah. So if they can do that, I, I imagine they can skin Doug. Yeah. So pretty good, <laughs> pretty good deal. <laughs> I, I think we should do it. We should have that done. A Doug, At least just the mustache. A Doug replica, mm-hmm. like a. I'm okay with the mustache. Yeah, we should do the mustache for sure, just in case. <laughs> just in case, in case you ever lose it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You got a big bet coming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just wear that thing around until it grows back. Yeah. It's like a holder to make sure it fits. Perfectly. You know what we need yeah. to do? We need to have replicas done of your mustache and make chains out of them. So we all got Doug mustache chains. I thought about like if you scan his face, get the glasses with the no- Doug's nose and the mustache attached to it. Oh, there you go. Creepy. <laughs> What's the uh, most difficult thing you've ever scanned? Um. You know, like Gim's buck and stuff, where it comes, their 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 horns are kind of shiny up towards the tips and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and the shinier stuff kind of has a little bit of a problem with. And uh, you know, it comes to such a fine point that it's you know almost nothing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a little bit of issues with that, but but not bad. Um, yeah, the uh, scanning mule deer and velvet. Oh, deer really? Because the light reflects off a of, off the scanner. Oh, yeah. it doesn't like it doesn't like the hair. It doesn't like the feel. Right. Because there's another process you got to do to when you go back take to the shop and it's it's tough and the scan takes longer because you you've got to go over and over and over and you can't over scan anything but trying to get the right angles and get it all scanned in where it's solid and it looks good yeah so if you like say you're scanning this deer right here is it just like one pass over or are you like in the antlers going every which direction and we're we're all over it uh Yeah. yeah we We'll even flip it over and get it from multiple. We could do multiple scans with it flipped in different directions and then merge them all together. Like gotcha. We would scan it so. first. We would, like this one on a skull plate or any skull plate animal we do, was scan it on the front, flip it over, scan the back, and then you'll have like a hollow back, hollow front, mm-hmm. and then you merge the two and makes one. No kidding. Was that hard to learn, I imagine, or did you guys hire that out, like the computer side of things to like blend the scans and 
like how you said, kind of smooth out the skin from velvet or something shiny or a fine point or something like that. Right. Well, so kind of disclosure, the, there, there's also tell me started, to fuck off again. No, no, no. We, when we first started, we were looking at, you know, five, $10,000 pieces of equipment and we uh, quickly realized this wasn't going to work in a, uh, uh, I'll just say this: By the time it's all said and done, we're we're in over this thing on way more than you can buy a new Super Duty for. So, mm, uh, imagine, with yeah. that kind of money comes you know training, and they they trained us thoroughly, and we spent weeks getting getting training when you bought like yeah. the equipment and yeah. stuff. Okay, yeah. that's a good deal. Yep. So <laughs> they better right. You buy all the stuff. That oh, don't yeah, have. Do good luck. Good, so, good yeah. luck, man. Thanks for your purchase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Let us know how it works. Uh-huh. Get out of here. So going back a little bit, like say there is a a moose 40 feet in the air you guys can bring in a scissor lift and scan it right where it sits right you don't have to take it down it, it depends you know depends on what kind of if there's something directly behind it that would, would keep us obstruct us from being able to get in sure. behind it but most cases of moose you can you can get in behind right um you know there's been elk and stuff we haven't been able to we had to bring them down but uh it, it all depends on location and right you know we did a red stag that was above a a fireplace that we couldn't get to, so we had to bring it down. How long did that take to scan? Yep. If you guys go to your website, classicracksco.com, you guys have a lot of great examples. So if someone's curious on this, just go to the website, and you can get – it'll answer a lot of your questions right here on the homepage. Um, And something cool, too, that I learned – I was just at Old Barn Taxidermy for me last week, and – you guys are doing some stuff with Old Barn, which is pretty exciting for their clients and us because kind of we help Old Barn and Old Barn helps you now. And it's kind of come full circle a little bit. Um, I don't know if you guys want to elaborate on what you guys are doing. Yeah, uh, Sam over there at Old Barn, a great group of people over there. We had met them at a taxidermy show in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we really try and cater to taxidermists, number one, because they're the they're the first people that you know, when you kill a good animal, they're the first ones to see it usually, mm-hmm. you know, and they pass through them. So we, we really try and build a rapport with the taxidermist and, and get them to kind of help help us sell to the customer and, and take smart. care of them and all that. Um, but Sam had a great idea that, you know, we had never even thought of that had to come to do with they do a lot of sculpturing and stuff for the forms on, on uh, you know, the actual form that you put the hide on. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you create a new form, you have to create variations of that same form, you know, left turn, right turn, semi sneak, upright, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And uh, so they just have to keep re molding that with clay. And it's hard to keep symmetry and everything exactly the way it was. So I, I you know, we, we haven't officially worked everything out yet, but I, I you know, I, is that top secret? It's kind of. <laughs> so, all right. So yeah. probably skip past that. Okay. <laughs> um, top secret shit here. Well, I mean, eventually it might not be. It'd be nice for other taxidermists to hear it to know what we can do. But True. I think if we want uh, Old Barn to tackle it first, we want yeah. Old Barn to yeah, they get came to us and get on it. Yeah, that is a good group of people over there. Yeah, okay. Moving that's past a good idea the, though to go through the taxidermist first because the antlers are there already. And yeah, yeah, we can easy go peasy. in and scan yep. a bulk. Oh yeah, a bulk of antlers, mm-hmm. and all we need is a spot the size of a bathroom. Right. Yeah, and we don't right. need a lot of room, and and that too. Like say, like if someone shoots a two hundred thirty, no, let me do it. one sec, one sec. Moving past the top secret stuff, I'm doing this for my edit, okay? Because I have to, I have to have a clean spot to. All right, we're, we're past the top secret stuff, Eric. Sorry, I say like going into a tax room shop. Say someone shoots a two hundred thirty inch deer, 
someone might not know about this service and be like, hey, this is a, a world Absolutely. record deer. Mm-hmm. Here's something that these guys offer that can come and scan and make a replica for you. Absolutely. That's and, and that though Sam actually and Linda actually talked about putting it on the work order now. So say mm-hmm. they kill it, they have classic rack scan. You know, mm-hmm. if they want it. That's mm-hmm. great. They pay for it straight up front and then once he gets a collection we come in and we do what we do and yeah, it's just get an, it back to customer. It's an insurance policy. I mean, it is for sure. Even if they don't want a replica, they still have the scan right there that they can put yeah. in their gun safe or wherever they want. And, and you would be surprised the number of taxidermists we've talked to that have had loss too. And it, so it's an insurance policy for them. If we go in, how and, scary would that be? Yeah, if we oh, go in and scan their nightmare. top ten biggest deer right there in their studio, you know, uh, they even the taxidermists, you know, can sleep a little easier at night. They're covered. Yeah, right? for sure. You know, because. Uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, some taxidermist insurance companies have had to pay out on on some stuff that has been you know stolen or th- fire or whatever. And the only recourse they have is right, right checks with zeros, and yeah. they'll never get a the amount that the hunter thinks it's worth or the tax. No, no, no way. Not. Yeah, how do you put a value on match back and forth yeah. between the insurance company and the for sure the customer? What um, have you had any companies like Cabela's Bass Pro hit you guys up to scan like their big giant whitetail collection with like the the top of the top stuff like that. You know what I mean? You right. see these guys like travel travel around to the shows that have. Uh, I, I'm sure a lot of theirs are replicas, but they can still have that scanned. You know what I mean? Like is, a lot of guys with big collections of just massive deer hit you guys up yet, or We're, maybe not. Maybe they don't know yet. But. Yeah, Austin. That's kind of yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've we've done. Uh, uh, I don't know. We've probably done 20-plus uh, rooms of 20 heads or so. Um, you know, the to go back to your question of, you know, we're, we're an hour from Springfield where Bass Pro's headquarters is, and and that's something we, we want to get to. We just want to make sure that the wheels are entirely on this you bus. Yeah, all your ducks in a row. Because it's one thing to, you know, have a, have a guy call you and say, oh, my house burned, I lost 20 animals, we'll get to work on it. And it's another thing to – have Bass Pro call and say we lost our warehouse where we store everything. Here's, <laughs> yeah, right. here's an order for thirty five thousand antlers. When can you have them done? Yeah, right, <laughs> you know, right, right. Yeah, right. So. Gonna be a minute, <laughs> right? Yeah, but still, it's like you know. I think to, I always forget this kid's name, man. Um, the the, the kid who had his buck stolen, um, from Iowa, the big giant archery Was buck. That the Levenstein buck? Was that it? Nope, nope, nope. I'll be a buck. I we've, thought that we've, was. We've the done this. Buck. I don't know how many times on the podcast. A million times. The kid shot a giant archery bug and it got stolen while they were gone. It was like the world. Re- it was the Iowa record for several weeks, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh man! I'll, I'll double check. Let me look. I did not realize when we started coming to the shows, like come to Iowa or and then went to Illinois, but the amount of theft that goes on mm-hmm. when somebody advertises, and we've done several rooms that nobody nobody knows about. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's they don't tell anybody. They kill big bucks and they just. A lot of guys like to fly under the radar. Yep. Yep. We don't have to anymore these days. Well, it was scary. I mean, I always always wanted a way to, like, log all of my deer, but I didn't want to pay to have a replica done on each one of them. You know, that gets expensive. You got a couple grand per animal, and you got 25 animals. Like, I working class guy doesn't want to do that right and then where but, are you can put them you can't have them exactly. in your house yeah you it's know. this buck the brian andrews buck yep that's okay. it that got stolen hmm. wow iowa state non-typical record and they never found it right i don't believe so 253 oh my goodness it's when, been beat a few times since but right when but, was that one killed um, 2000s um uh, 2004 but, wait hold on 
Andrews was only 16 when he used a borrowed compound bow to take the 26-point whitetail, the second largest taken with the bow in the entire country for 2003. It was less than a year later on June 18th, 2004, when the spectacular trophy was taken. Um, there's been no substantial leads in the case, and no arrests have been made. Um, That's pretty cool about Bass Pro Shops there. Fucking ads. Fuck you, Outdoor <laughs> Life. Um, sorry. Uh, Bass Pro Shop says step forward to offer five grand in products for information uh, leading to recovery of the deer mount. And the family yeah. themselves are offered five grand, too. Yeah, that's Boy, crazy. That would be sickening. That would be that's sick. the thing, oh, though. Like, if you steal oh, it, what the picture. fuck are you going to do with it? Right. Right, you know, what I, mean? I mean, like you yeah. can't Especially show it. Especially this pe- day and age, it's all over. Yeah, the back in two thousand and three, you might have been able to like side hustle it somebody right. real fast, but not today. Yeah. My uh, my thought is just some shithead that knew him and was jealous stole it and just got rid of it. Yeah, it took a hammer to it. Yeah, yeah. wow. Give it to his dog to chew on. God, man, how what a bummer! I'd like to let's. I want to interview that kid. Well, he's That'd a guy cool. now. He's young then. He's yep. He's a guy now. Well, he's older than us. <laughs> yeah. right? He's not That's 16 true. anymore. He's saying kid like he's 16 still. Like he didn't age. We should get, you know, I wonder if he, too, if he ever was able to get a replica off of it, even though. So I know there's so some you guys know you can take pictures of yep. animals and get replicas and it's, done. It's expensive, and exactly. we can also do it, uh, and it is more expensive than the scan, obviously. Yeah. You know, more, more, more hands-on right, with but, it. But just we can do it. Uh, so and we we've actually uh we're working with a lady we met at uh a show that had a fire she's from pennsylvania uh so how this go down it she, was uh, her husband passed away not sure if it's an accident sick, mm-hmm. don't know right. uh, we met her at oklahoma city taxidermy the world show and she had the buck in the freezer with a couple other things had a fire burn it completely up <clears throat> so we are going to do one for her you know, at cost, just to replace, yeah, her husband's animal and just right. based so they off have the pictures, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so can you do like a scan through the picture, or is that top secret? No, I mean we're just digital artists doing the same wow. thing. That, the, 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 the but yeah, the yeah. anybody that does them off of pictures, they're just sculpting it and going off of you know if, trying to get as close if somebody's as holding can. it in the they're scaling it. You know, you're just getting Offering. as close wow. as you can and everything. The amount of like mental capacity and like attention to detail yeah. I would have to take. That's a no for me, dog. Take a true artist for right. sure. But right. hey, a lot cheaper just scan people. them in beforehand. Yeah, no, it's great. Then it's exact too. So right. you go to Old Barn Taxidermy. You hear us talk about it on the podcast. You're like, well, working class likes Old Barn. I'm going to give it a shot. Oh, cool, classic rack option to scan. Yeah, might as well while we're here and it's not mounted yet. That's cheap insurance right there. Cheap insurance. Then you would have that digital copy forever, and then if you ever want it printed, you can have it printed. Yep. Like, what is a rough estimate? Like, say this buck right here, like just to get it scanned. So, if they're at the taxidermist, our, our going off our price sheet, you know, and this doesn't include travel cost, which is higher than normal at the moment because of fuel, fuel prices. prices. Thanks, Biden. But you it, dick. if we're already there, if we're at a show and you're talking to us in person, there is none of that. It's just straight up the price, you know. Uh, but. You know, for 130 inch and under, 75 bucks, and then fast forward, you know, 200 inch deer is about 180 dollars. So cheap insurance. Oh man, oh man, yeah. so cheap. Yeah, yeah, one so. time. Yeah. yeah, yep, yeah. And we want a pricing for everybody, and so, and plus the cleanup on the backside, it just yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if a guy killed a world record stag or if your son just shot his 
first, first deer, deer right? you know, a trophy is a trophy to absolutely. To now say people, say so. you got to take it to the next step and you have your digital information, you do the scan, you have a fire. What What's it cost to replica that 130 inch whitetail? Uh, you're, you're around $10 an inch. There you go. So, and at that point, so that's another great thing we bring to the table that there's no arguing with the insurance company at that point. We, you've got hard facts on what it's worth. So mm-hmm. before yeah. you take something that's priceless, right. and now we put a dollar value on it. So, yep. so that's going to help you yep. if you so have a fire. You no know, fucking shit. Yep. So you know it takes $10 an inch right. to make the replica. You know that you're going to buy a cape from a guy for you know $100, and then your taxidermist charge. 700 bucks yep. or whatever. So when the shop. insurance yep. company wants yep. to stick you for 25 animals, you can say, okay, here's what it costs. We send you an here's, invoice. Yeah, here's the proof. And I actually, I have shelter insurance is who I have on my homeowners. And I even called them before I we got out and started telling people like, hey, this is what we can do. This is what they're going to do. And they said, absolutely. If When you have your deer heads, it falls under your contents. Now, whether you want to put a rider on those deer heads just to cover your deer heads, that's an option as well. Mm-hmm. But they do fall under your contents and then we can ride a right but from from talking to people that's been through this you know they're typically going to try and give you 500 bucks if or that. something yeah if, if that really you know, for i'm talking 200 inch deer yeah but they ain't going to cover shit no, no that'll no, that'll buy your taxidermy yeah. it's the taxidermy yeah. cost and then there are other, tissues there are other uh yeah no shit right? insurance policies out there that will you know you you pick the dollar amount say oh that's a twenty thousand dollar animal uh and they'll, they'll give you 20. You're going to have to pay the premium on whatever amount you pick, right, you know, right. which is expensive. And then uh, if it's up to you what you do with that $20,000. You can go on another hunt or you can just pocket it or whatever. But, you're, you know, you're not going to replace that animal right. with that ever with that and that's, type of deal. That's another thing like with our scan. Yes, you could pay for another hunt. And say you go over after you kill a 60-inch kudu, you may not kill that 60-inch kudu when you go back over there. Mm-hmm. Right. Or you kill a 400-inch public ground bull. You know, we know a guy that's eaten, what, six tags mm-hmm. since he killed that bull because he won't shoot anything smaller. And a 400-inch public ground bull is not. That dude will probably eat tags forever. Yeah. 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 Imagine yeah. what you would pay to have that scan done ahead of time. Yeah. Right. Right. That's why I was proactive. Like, well, Jew. I've already, I can see the value in it. Roughly, man. 200, I, roughly 200 bucks. I suddenly have anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're sorry. Now I, know, now I know why he started your, I, I feel right. your anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's. Um, I feel. I feel like we have a studio scan in our near future. <laughs> yeah, how many? Po- you guys on like a podcast program, so you just come back and scan all our <laughs> Absolutely. shit. Absolutely, like, right. love to Plastic back. Racks is back for their quarterly podcast. <laughs> What's new, guys? Well, that's the thing. We got to keep you guys in the loop. So about every two years, we're going to have more work coming in for. No, you. absolutely, we'll no, keep you busy. Absolutely, and that's I, what we I said before the show we need started. To set up a listener code with you guys. There you go. Should have thought ahead on that. Oops. I said before the show started, we're going to make you a, a replica of your of your logo with the microphone on the yep. on the eye guard and everything. It looked like a shed. That's yeah. pretty incredible yeah. awesome. that you can even do that. Yeah, yeah. The, the sky's the limit. We've had several companies that have antlers uh, uh, as their logo. Have mm-hmm. wants, can you make us our logo? Right. Yeah. Yeah, we can do it. Pretty so cool. saying that, you just said shed, so you guys can ski. We do shed. Yeah, we just sheds. got done with an amazing shed. Really yeah. awesome. Yeah, an inverted pedicle. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Dude, I th- this is the uh, possibilities this, are endless. If this doesn't much. go nuts after this podcast airs <laughs> for you guys, I will be very surprised. Like I'm thinking of so many people as you guys are talking that I'm like they need to get that scanned. They need to, like 
Well, how many yeah. how many hunters have their neighbors shoot the deer that they were after for four years? Like they would want. I mean, they would want to be able to have that replica. This is an economical way to do that. Like you yeah. borrow the head for a half hour, get it scanned, get your replica made, and then right. Even got, even the, the buck, buck I have out there, I've had them since 2015. Like get the replica and even make some sheds out of it. You know. Well, here, here's what I'm thinking: is like our trade shows. We like to like we took the Garbuck replica around. It's like we could get. Leah's buck, we get uh, Ross's big buck, we get your big buck, get Eric's big buck, one of my big bucks, all replicated for our booth, mm-hmm. and it's like we can feel comfortable taking those replicas on the sh- on the road, yep. mm-hmm. um, and not the originals, and it's like right. that's right that's there is idea. an amazing option. Um, have the scan, and then double down, and get the replica done, so our display for what we do is better. I mean, I'm thinking Mark Dury, a bunch of his giants. He, of course, he'd want to get them at least scanned. Right, right. You know, it's like. The dude's killed so many booners in the last five years. It's like, yeah. you know. If you have one fire, they're all gone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we've had some guys that, you know, they would they would get multiple sheds off the same deer and then kill it later and, and actually mount it, you know. But they want to have all the progression of the years that sheds. So, made of the, yeah, we can, oh, yeah. Yeah. we can scan the sheds. So he can still have the, sh- the real sheds and hold them and feel them and all that. But we'll do the replicas and he'll mount them and he'll have the whole. Have the display. Yeah. Yeah. So you can do like two sheds. Say you got both of them and then add a skull plate yep. into it. So Absolutely. Oh, yep. that's, that's badass. Yep. And then he yep. can take it, say he killed it in 2020 and he's got sheds from 17, 18, and 19. He can replicate the 17, 18, and 19 all stair step. No up, shit. Put yep. the, the original sheds below it to show with the replicas you know what replica we need done up the hopper dropper that would be cool we need that i'd in the like studio. to see him mounted when he was his biggest when the year before i shot him that'd be cool to see him all mounted up let's do that get that replica up and have it in the studio that that buck needs to be here that'd be cool because he's so unique you know yeah, we've awesome got him buck. scanned in already we've seen him. yeah <laughs> you, guys, you guys already have the there, you got the file <laughs> leg up on it hey, you I might gonna... have to sit down and drink a beer and negotiate here all right we can do that. what do we gotta do to get this done <laughs> i'm gonna step back a little bit we will go to mexico i was just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if somebody's got a lodge down there and they want us to go we have passports we will go what Chat? if someone had uh you can go off a trail camp picture can you if it's if it's nice Enough. It's yes. What kind of participation trophy are you trying to print out here? <laughs> I got I got a buck in mind. Yeah. No. If you got a photo of any kind, I mean, it's 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 just what you're happy with. Because anytime I'll you do I'll one off a photo, to get that's yeah, the question. Well, I mean, <laughs> I make my uncle pay the, for it. The the better the photo, the better the outcome. Yeah, obviously, right. uh, but it's hard to get the photo. Like we said, is it's hard to get perfect. Yeah, exact right. match. Of course, yeah. It's but crazy when you sit it here in, good. in studio. Yeah. You've got these. The, you've got a replica and you've got the original sitting here and i mean you look at like the coloration and every little burr like everything is spot on it's it'd be really tough to tell from a distance which one was the original and which one's the replica mm-hmm. absolutely pretty wild we were actually going to start covering up like the skull plates just so when we put the replicas and the original out because a lot of people can't even tell which one's which with the yeah, yeah. unless you go to a taxidermy show then obviously they they yep. see it but for sure. shout out to the people painting these things too Good grief. It's incredible. I do most of them. You're painting these motherfuckers, too? God damn. (laughs) Not sustainable. (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, We we have others doing it also, but the majority of them I do just because. So this is right here. This is a replica. Yes. I can only tell because of like the skull plate. And that's not that it looks unrealistic, but there's like a different. Well, there's a raw finish to a clean finish. Yep. Um, what's this one on the end over here? This like more. So raw if you'll one. go to our website here, yep. Scroll up uh, him. 
this is him right here. It's obviously we can't, we're not just going to take a oh, shoulder here. mount around with us everywhere, but that's a big old bot fly hole. That's one of my deer. And, uh, yeah, this is the one we. It's crazy. It's kind of cool the whole you guys show kind of the process there and it shows up on the screen yeah. exactly like the buck is. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty wild. They sent me a, well, I don't remember if it was a Snapchat or a video chat or whatever it was, but while they were up in my trophy room, they picked out my 10 pointer and they sent me the scan of it. And like, I was looking at the scan while they were doing, it. I'm like, holy shit. Like that's, that's my buck. Like you can, everything's on the exactly screen. the same. It's when crazy. the screen starts, it's yeah. blue. And then once we start scanning it, it fills in and mm-hmm. it just makes a deer on your screen. And it's colored and everything. That's we could do it in color. Yeah. Usually we do them. We don't do them in color unless we're doing a replica 100%. Right. Just because it, it's a lot more. takes more. So here's more a, detailed. another thing we did. Yeah. It's, uh, speaking of scanning the whole deer, well, the, the, the shoulder mount anyway, um, we scanned two guys' personal deer he killed. And he had a, an archery shop or something. But he wanted to have his deer in the fighting position as his logo. So we digitally took scanned in both as his deer and then digitally locked, locked them up. Oh, wow. And uh, that's now his logo. So That's cool. Yeah, what? That's, that's wild. That's what I'm saying, man. You can do so much with this platform you guys have created. You guys got to be the first of your kind in this industry, right? Or is there some- uh, we, We've heard of others. Um, yeah, but I've heard a lot of... Though, right? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, kidding. I, I don't, I'm not going <laughs> to badmouth anybody's I'm work. Kidding, but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> We, we have before they get mad. We've had joke. to defend ourselves on a few things where, uh, you know, there was replicas come back and, and the customers just weren't happy. Uh, mm-hmm. Right, and it's going to happen at some point when you're in the service industry. And yeah, you, I mean, somebody's you'll gonna, never make everybody happy. No. But, right. but so far, we haven't had that issue, and and I do know the 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 equipment we're using is heads and tails above theirs. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's. Not even in the same ballpark. Well, it's kind of like when you hear about people getting their like their cats and dogs mounted after they pass away. Mm-hmm. Man, you better be a damn good taxidermist because <laughs> if something's off a little, well, they're going to know it. We yeah, met. They're going to know. You going to skin my dog? We met a girl at the Oklahoma <laughs> <laughs> City World Show that does it. And pet taxidermy. Pet taxidermy, and it's I don't know. Fuck all that, man. Uh, <laughs> and a lady in Nebraska, she did a horse. Was it last Holy year? Smokes. A horse. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, full size, full size You go, you go in you uh, Bass it? Pro, and there's horses with on the Indians pasture. on them, and you know, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. true, true. I hear well, like the Arsenal, they have like Roosevelt's horse there. Yeah, in yeah. the museum. What yeah. mounted? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was like, "Yep, yeah, we had our taxidermy this horse now that it dies." Yeah, <laughs> Who the hell knows? But some it's, general it's right somewhere. here in Rock Island, <laughs> Illinois. I, nope, I could probably yeah. do that easier, and I could a Basset Hound or something, you know. So a horse, I could do my dog. I draw a line somewhere. <laughs> I told that horror story about my tax. I don't remember what podcast I told it on. Uh, tax term is a long story, really short. Um, guys, like, I never do a, uh, pet tax me anymore. This couple came in grieving. Hey, we do tax me. Really, really want it done. He's trying to talk him out of it. Nope. They insisted. He said, okay. They pull away. First thing he starts mm-hmm. to do is skin it out. They turn around, change their mind, walk in, see him skinning their dog. <sighs> Mercy. What's <Well, it's> not- <laughs> Mercy? Could you imagine? <laughs> Imagine if they had a little kid with them. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, no, Sparky. Not, <laughs> not, not for me. How weird, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, reach out to if you have a mounted pet of yours. Yeah, reach us, out to us. We yeah, never asked pictures. That. I'd love to know. I don't know anyone that has a taxidermy pet. Yeah, I can't think of anyone. My, I don't. My I don't either. It's like um, I see like some of those people that are into being like furries, wearing those like mascot. Suits around, like an actual animal. 
Nah, wear wear some animal skin. Fur is like a bunch of... I'm not trying to judge anybody's <laughs> fetish or nothing, but just some weird people out there. You know? If you want to get your dog mounted... Get your dog mounted, I guess. Get that thing mounted, man. We got kids 100%. pooping in litter boxes today. Yeah, at high schools. <laughs> so uh, that's what this world has come to. Yep. Yeah, it must be interesting, though, to go to, I don't know, like Austin's trophy room. You just... You guys just get to see a lot of cool yeah. shit. Oh, my yes. gosh, yes. It's amazing. And it like you said, like the people who don't want to be seen or anything, you probably just walk in there and like, holy shit. Yeah. Is that yep. the best yep. part of the job? It's uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. And you get, to, you get to BS with them and, and yeah. you know, everybody... It's got their stories. stories and you get to yeah. hear them and it's yeah it's it's a oh, man that's cool it's a it's a neat austin job. has a good one he, he does a, for sure you want to know one of the main things i wanted to know though was how the hell did you get that gun safe up there <laughs> we actually built the house around <laughs> did that. you that kid <laughs> i told you i was like there's yeah. no way they, we, cr- they craned it up there and then built the house we yeah. built the floor and me and my brother and my cousin put it in the skit in the uh end loader that we had yep. lifted it up there and rolled it on and then we tarped it and it sat outside for about six months before the roof and yep. everything got built around it i figured it's something like that yeah but, i never yeah. heard that story yeah the, that safe that's in my man cave imagine yeah. toting that thing up those stairs and make the turn there's no way made it. there's no yeah. way you'd no had way. To, it was you'd a, it was a bitch just scooting it from one side to the other across the flat floor damn yeah i mean i bet you guys see some really cool stuff so what's your what's your least favorite part of the gig just the travel and the time away from home. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, um, I'm actually leaving Friday to take my family to Yellowstone. So uh, we just got to make time and do it. But I will, I'm will. i sure I'm going to stop and hit some taxidermy shops on the way to right. and from. And, well, you and might as well, and, right? Yeah, you know, you're out out that way. So I actually can't complain too much because my wife works from home. She works remote. So she actually goes with me and helps me on some of the. Oh, oh that's even cool. Yeah, cool. And. The little boy sits in, or let's say little, he's 12 now, but he'll sit in the car and play his hangout on his phone and we'll get it done. I, I picture you guys being a business that's always hiring. Like, or if you're not yet, you're going to be. Yeah. Just because it's like yeah. capacity. It's like, you're going to need more yeah, people. Yeah, you can't be everywhere at once. Yeah. The the problem we're running into now is me and, and even Shannon, for that matter, trying to to learn everything we need to know as far as the software and everything else, because as the owner, you've got to, you got to know everybody's job and know it right. Like the back of your hand and, and be, be able to relay yeah. that to them and teach them. Yeah. Right. To make it right. Cause yeah. if you don't scan it good enough, you've got a problem. Yeah. yeah. And say you drive 15 hours to do 20 heads and they come back and they're all shit. Yeah. You can't. Right. It's so, yeah, yeah. you got to know what you're doing. And, uh, uh, we use a dozen different pieces of software, that are high end and hard to learn and everything's changing and updating every year every day yep and the stuff and then you think you get something figured out and then somebody wants you to make a fighting buck logo out of their two antlers and you go yeah you know how how am i I gonna do that yeah exactly so i don't know but we'll figure it out you gotta enjoy that challenge though man. that's cool i do but it's hard at this point in time it's hard to price it and it's hard to you know a lot of times i've just been doing it say let me see if i can do it right before i even tell you and then but next thing I know, I've got 40 hours in it. And I haven't right. told yeah. them I, yeah, I could do it. And, and you know. You guys are just, growing fast and trying to tackle new projects all at the same time. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You guys are looking for nerds. You guys need nerds on your staff. But they need to, they need to, they need to have some, 
you know, experience with hunting and stuff. They need yeah, to know deer course. anatomy and they need to know. You cool know, nerds. Yeah. yeah, cool nerds, basically. We got Doug's. Doug, Doug's just cheesing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can leave. Doug, Doug's like, hey, how's the 401k, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How's your bennies? It, I'd say strong. Not good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of bush light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A fabulous amount. <laughs> you get a thirty pack a week. We might yeah. throw you in a uh, Natterday as well. No, oh, oh, one bonus Natterday a week. Yeah, yep. snap. Doug, this might be the gig for you. Maybe you can still engineer and be involved in the hunting community. Mm-hmm. True, true. And you could get us the employee discount. That's right. Well, I don't know about that. Friends, <laughs> friend, hey, friends and family. Yeah, I talked to my boss. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Doug might be your guy. Yeah. You think you quit a government job? I don't know. Oh, government. Hey, I did. Everybody's got their price. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll so talk later. You guys had had several episodes here lately on, you know, kind of quitting your job. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was a one you had with Bo and then I think Clint's yep. power washing yeah. deal. And, and that kind of resonated with me because I had a successful job in construction prior to this. And I just walked away and said, I'm going to figure this out. So talk about uh, elaborate I, on that a little bit. Because like what everybody like, did, did you do the same? Did you have I, some, I was some? in logistics. Okay, and pretty successful with that, and just it kind of got to that 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 realm will make you a very jaded person. Mm-hmm. And you know, I heard a lot of you guys talk, and you just get burnt out. And when you're dreading to go to work the next day, it's not a it's not a good lifestyle, and you, you tend to bring it home with you, and then yeah, it's just not it's not healthy, right? Mm-hmm. And like now, I don't even know what day it is half the time. <laughs> So it makes because you're not thinking different. about what yeah. day it is, just to count it down. To we the just week. go do what we do, and we love to do it. What uh, What was the craziest thing like about leaving like a good gig? Like whether it was people, what are you gonna fuck? You know, there's always that like social judgment, or we'll like, see you in a couple weeks. Oh right. yeah, yeah. Right. Have, have fun paying for insurance is what well, I got a lot. You know, yeah, actually, you know, insurance uh, was the biggest thing for me. Yeah, well, yeah, it's expensive as yeah. fuck, but we figured it out. So, yep, this month will be a year since I've gotten a paycheck. So. Uh, you know, I, I was fortunate enough that I, I've got some rentals and that's kept me going, you know, cause we're investing everything back into the company. We're not right. taking a penny. Uh, everything's going back in to grow and expand and get better. Um, but you know, yeah, there was the, there was the, the naysayers and, and, you know, for a lot, I just mainly tell people that, you know, just general Joe blows I see on the street that I've got a 3d scanning and printing company i don't tell them exactly what it is mm-hmm. we do because they're what? what well that's like the they weird, understand it yeah. yeah that too it's like how do you avoid having to elaborate every time that conversation of what do you do right comes up right i, I mainly just say i got a 3d printing and scanning company if i'm talking you know to to you know just somebody i'm running into at a ball game that i know doesn't hunt uh i try not to go down the rabbit hole uh, yeah i just kind of tell because we do other stuff you know I, yeah. I would probably have more luck telling them that we scan statues and grandma's jewelry than, right. than i, I would. scan tits yeah <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, <laughs> so you know i try and i try and put it in their <laughs> side because we huh? we are starting a sister company that does you know tits well, well I, won't, I won't say that we you know we'll see where it goes but tits eventually yeah, nice yeah. i'm on the way <laughs> investors possibly you <laughs> <laughs> doug's in doug right. quits his government job it pays a third of what doug's current <laughs> salary i don't care <laughs> he's texting right now uh, you had me at tough <laughs> <laughs> hey boss man i'm putting in my two weeks what's up <laughs> 
So, but no, we're we're gonna <laughs> you know look at diversing from diversifying from just the antlers and horns and do some general stuff too for the. the there's, I mean, we haven't even scratched the surface on I think what can be done. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see where that goes too. But I mean, we've used a lot of work. I work for a race car company and. You know, just scanning parts that these engine the engineers can't get the right radius on, or you know, yeah. they just can't get it exactly right. So they'll bring the three D. It's an outside company. They'll yep. bring it in there and they'll scan the car, and it's perfect yep, every that's, time. That's uh, the company we went through to procure all of our stuff. That they do a lot of that in uh, a, a ton of cars. Honestly, they, yeah. yeah. So just crazy. make aftermarket yeah. parts for them. Yep. Such a. Yep. Uh, I don't know how new of an, it seems like a really new industry and a very large industry first, like for as like the scale of things that you can do with it. Right. Yeah. And you know, the, for the most part, 3d printing is very expensive from the fact if, of there's several large companies that, that do it, you know, on a public scale, like publicly traded companies mm-hmm. and they're expensive. I mean, ridiculous. I couldn't name right. one. I've also never looked into it. Right. But. Uh, so, what we found there is, you know, they're used to printing one-off prototypes for Fortune 500 companies. Mm-hmm. And they don't care what the one-off cost of. of no, if you're, they don't give a shit. If you're yeah, they're GM or whatever, parts, and you care. need this part one time so that you can start making, you know, more of them, mass producing them, you don't care what the one-time cost is. No. Right. You know, yeah, just, we do. We It's everything. You have us. to so, care. Yeah. yeah we, so we've had to work around not, you know, finding other ways to get the cost down mm-hmm. and, uh, we've been successful at that otherwise it wouldn't even be feasible right you, you, you wouldn't be here where you're right at today right it wouldn't and work. we're working every day to get you know better pricing yeah you know better right whatever we can do to yep. make it feasible for everybody what's the like, biggest uh sorry Eric. No, go ahead what's the biggest uh i don't even really like saying it this way because and the person probably does what's the biggest like name i guess that you've scanned stuff for to this point like any like guys from outdoor shows or companies and maybe you can't say but austin <laughs> i you know austin. i uh, the lord yeah uh the lord we've um, met some we've met some people that have shows you know we met, we talked with keith warren oh cool and we met another guy from at the illinois show uh, chris brackett oh yeah huge yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he's huge yeah. everybody yeah. loves him actually yeah, yeah. he's yeah. a cool dude we i spent about an hour on the phone with him yeah, man, sarcastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Uh, but, hey, I'm sure he's got a lot to scan. Right. Hey, right. I got high hopes for Chris Brackett, man. Right. You know, we – you know, it – like I said, we're still young. We're, we're Tom Miranda hits you up. You know you got your work. Oh, boy. Right. Have you seen his yeah, trophy yeah. room? That's the one oh, you yeah. need to get in on. Oh, yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, that would for be a couple nice. weeks. Yeah. Did Chris have you guys scan the one he poached so you, he could have it? We haven't done no. any work for him yet. <laughs> we've just, no. we've just oh, visited just with him a, a lot. And, uh, he don't have that one no more. <laughs> I, I imagine not. I think that uh, replica got chopped up by a chainsaw on, right. uh, on a Facebook Live. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody wasn't happy, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you ever seen Tom Miranda's trophy room? You see that stuff? It's like, yeah. you wonder if, like, he's ever thought about I'm sure he has. Or- Anybody that has a trophy room has thought about it. Like, what if I had a fire or a tornado or somebody came in and stole all this shit? Like, you look around and you see how much money and time you've got mm. invested in that. I mean, how are you going to protect that? Right. And this is yeah. a, this is a true affordable working class way you can protect that. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. when you have mass quantities. And, yeah. and you know, you think there are people that turn their nose up at it because oh, if this burns, I'm not gonna. If look at all these whitetails I've got, and at ten dollars an inch, I can't afford that. Well, you're not paying for it at that point. Your insurance is yeah. right. Yeah, you know, you yeah. got to think of it, and you're that not way. out any money, and you choose which ones you want to replace mm-hmm. or you don't. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, you can erase all those uh, ground shrinkage mistakes in a hurry. <laughs> I need to yeah. increase this one by about 30 You guys charge her no, no, no. can, can you guys <laughs> add inches to the scan? Oh, there's, a, there's an upscale button if you want us to hit it. <laughs> Whoops. We Whoops. go yeah. brow there. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys done like a, uh, like let's say there's a broken G2 and they want to replicate that on the other side? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I didn't bring it with me. I should have. Dang it. Uh, we've got a... Uh, We've got a, a bull. He's probably about 310, 315. And one, the top of one whole side's broke off. So we were able to scan the other side, mirror it, and bring it over. Wow. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. The way he we're doing in. We're doing another one for a guy right now. We're, we're getting the pricing on it. But it's about, it's probably a 340, 360 in that range. And uh, shot it. Hard to a, tell with one whole side missing. Yeah, it's got, <laughs> it's got a great one side. And the other side has the two brows with the, like the, where I'd say the mamium got broken velvet and it grew down. So he's leaving the drop tine, which is probably, I don't know, 12, 16 inches. Big, yeah. And uh, we're mirroring the other side to match it up, make it a perfect. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I can see like there's some value in that, like broken tines or whatever. Right. Something happens or. If it's, like a, if it's like a one tine that you've already got set up, it's not feasible for us to come and scan the deer and add you a 12-inch tine. Because if we just sent you one that we already had... To put on the real antler. To put on the real antler. Right, right, right. Yeah. But if you wanted to... If you shot one, say... We met a guy in Houston, and a lot of those guys have high fence down there. And he had about a 250-incher that was broke off. And if he would have known, met us in November or December, he would have killed that deer because he could have just mirrored it over and matched it up. Because I guess it was on its... Downside or something. No kidding. See, it's like we could keep going and talk about something new. I think that you can do with this. It's just but, like, hey, let's just say they can pretty much do anything. <laughs> well, everybody, <laughs> everybody that's yeah. listening to this has got that one deer that says, "Man, I'd love to see that white tail that I killed have those two tines back on him." Or, you know, everybody listening has that one buck that they'd be like, "I'd use that service for for sure." Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we did a replica for a guy where he's painting it now, and we added tines to one, and they called him flamethrower, and he had like three look like a little torch on. And we added the original they broke off. They broke off, and we added the tines back to it, and made it look like the original picture. And that's the damn, that's cool. That is awesome. That is cool, man. Cool stuff. I don't know how it, it gets is. any better than what you guys are doing. It's it's pretty awesome. You guys are better than insurance. Yeah, what? We, we you guys are the insurance company, right? Right. We actually get you your <laughs> animal back, and not just you know a, a piece of paper, or some bullshit, right. a bunch of arguing, a dollar amount on it, right? Right, so it's pretty dang cool. Insurance companies probably hate you a little bit. Oh, we haven't had to deal with them much, you know. Good, uh, it's a good problem. I, I don't, I don't know that they would. I think once they get on board with we got a dollar amount, they'll start a lot less hassle. They'll right. yeah, yell they'll they'll yeah. back and forth. Yeah, because they don't want to do that. Right, the starting point. Yeah, yeah. So very cool. Well, anything we missed? Anything we need to get out? Where can people so. find you? Uh, yeah, so uh, find us on Facebook and Instagram and. You know, like us there, follow us, and uh, we've got a website, and uh, just call. That's the – shoot us an email. What's the website? ClassicRackCo.com? Yes. Awesome. I'll have this all linked no, in. Uh, Classic Racks Company, all spelled out. Yeah, I'll have this all linked in on the episode description, too. So if you're listening and you're lazy, just go – like if you listen on Spotify, it's clickable in there. Yeah. Yep. Click on it. It'll take Way you right easier. to it. Yeah. I yep. love what you guys are doing. That's awesome. I think it's – uh, I think you guys are doing a service um, – Probably a deeper, more heartfelt service than maybe what you realize, but maybe you do realize it. But it's uh, it's cool either way. You guys are you guys are killing it. It's awesome to see, 
and uh, we wish the best for you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks Appreciate again for it. having us. Yep. Thanks yeah, for having anytime. us on. You guys are welcome back anytime. And if you go to Old Barn, Taxidermy, there's an option right there. You yep. win twice, brother. You listen to us. You go to Old Barn. It's a win-win. Classic racks. Boom. Win-win. Everybody's involved. Anybody else? Austin? Eric? Hey, no. I, I trust him in my house. You can, too. Right. When you weren't there. <laughs> Thanks for coming up, boys. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Doug, we're going to get that mustache scan or what? <laughs> Let's get we're going to get the head scan. Let's get it scanned. <laughs> the head scan. Scan me. We'll just do a, a studio scan someday and just have that built into the press. I want a shoulder mount of Doug on the wall. That's what I'm saying. Where are we going to get a... Just creepy as fuck. Where are we going to get a cape at? We can bronze him, too. We can... Oh, yeah. Bronze him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, go, paint it let's go gold. Gold. <laughs> yeah. I want the white stone, like, marbled look. Oh, That's right. what I want. Like, I want like bleeding Caesar. statue is what I want. <laughs> the, the Greek Doug. The yeah. Greek Caesar. The Greek yeah. God, yeah. I want a Greek Doug statue with a bloody nose. All right. <laughs> so stupid. A bloody stash. <laughs> All right, guys. You know what to do. Thanks for being here. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Shore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at Ooh. that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.